episode 603, June 28th, 2022. Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. This is The Robin Joe Show. Two minutes until showtime. A great show. Listening to The Robin Joe Show. Robbie Robinson does not get enough credit. The Robin Joe Show, my two favorite guys. You're listening to The Robin Joe Show. Do you feel lucky? Do you get punk? The Robin Joe Show. I got with Rob and Joe before, and they do an amazing job. Go back on that Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show. The Rob and Joe show is my favorite. Rob Mayer, Joe Robinson, here they are. Please secure your belongings. Keep your arms and legs inside the car at all times. And remain seated until the ride comes to a complete stop. Now, here's Rob Mayer and Joe Robinson. Monday, yes it's Monday, I'm waiting all week and as it's time for Rob and Joe, chat room Monday, it's 7.30, that's when I hear live Rob and Joe, done with Monday, oh it's been a hot day, thank God it's time for Rob and Joe. It's all four of us again. The, the four horsemen. I was trying to make Justin feel welcome with re- Thank wrestling you. references. I get to be Arn, okay? This guy's Flair. You're okay. Tully. And, well, uh, they have to, aren't there two brothers in the four horsemen? Well, since Flair's the only one I know who that is, so I'd like to be him. Yeah, the I was going to ask how of. many that you would know in the, in the four Doesn't horsemen. Doesn't he go, woo! That's Flair. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Ric Flair was in the four horsemen? Or no. He's if the if I asked you that question, would you have guessed Ric Flair? Well, since he's one of six wrestlers I know, he's good. there was a good shot. Okay, I bet you could name ten wrestlers of all time. All right, let's go. Go let's, ahead. Here you go. I got Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. I have... Um, Rick uh, Flair, you just said. Yeah, Rick Flair. Two. I have The Rock. Three. Yes. Uh, John Cena. Four. Yes. What about Bob Backlund? Five. Wow. <laughs> what about Coco Beware? Six. What? Let's go with... Oh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Seven. Yes. You got the British Bulldogs. So I get two. Nice. That two. I'll take two. One more. <laughs> what about uh, what about uh, mankind? Ten. Yes. And the Undertaker. Yes. Oh, yes. There you are. You oh. said Coco Beware. Coco Beware. <laughs> you know why? He was in a video game I had when I was a kid. Yes. Another yeah. thing that, that makes and he now Justin works at a GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that are you Coco Beware? Can you get me the new? Yeah, Madden? my my bird will fly in the back and grab you a switch. But if you guys remember the Kwame Brown story, it's when I I was talking with Tawanda about basketball and, and we'll refresh our new our new audience I'm on the Kwame Brown. Refreshing Brown's them right now. Okay, sorry. And uh, and I I said you don't know anything about basketball, and she goes, Yeah, I do. I said you couldn't name five players. This is like ten years ago now, mm-hmm. and she comes out Kobe Bryant. I'm like, Yes, mm-hmm. household name. Then she says Kwame Brown. And I'm like, hey, we've got Shaq out there. We've got, we've got LeBron Curry. James. This might have been pre-Steph Curry, <laughs> yeah. but we had Scotty Pippen. Okay, so, so current current, current players. players. We had some big names out there. And I go, well, how, how do you know Kwame Brown? It turns out that she had dated Kwame Brown. The joke became that she had sex with Kwame Brown. So now I'm when you say Coco Beware, I'm thinking, did Joe fuck yeah. Coco Beware? <laughs> <laughs> So you said now with I thought on his fucking, <laughs> I thought she went on a date with Kwame, Kwame Brown, but you said dated. So you know, well, it's the story. You know, it's the fish story. It's okay. Well, I got our Tim, former show announcer. Yes. He, what was the line he said the other day? I don't know, but it was great. If you yeah. can remember, but but my God. point is that if they dated, I mean, how many dates are we talking before? You know, if, I know they I know went how many out is. a few times. There's. Mm-hmm. I went on a date. We went on some dates and dated. 
And I yeah. consider, obviously, a date, singular. Went on some dates, two to four. Dated is five beyond. Yeah, is Tawanda going to have dated somebody and not have had sex with them? Uh, not not the Tawanda I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, hey, you know what I did today? Well, Robbie's back. Say hi, Robbie. Hey, Robbie. Hey, Robbie. Hello, everyone. Yeah, yeah, you were missed last week. We got the uh, this new unit working. Robbie was very excited. But we're talking uh, about Robbie's penis getting fixed. That's correct. It's all fixed. <laughs> so, have you ever done this in your life? I did it today for the first time. Okay. I showered. Okay, check. I dried my hair. Never looked in the mirror. Forgot to run a brush. Just went to work. So you just dried it. Your hair's yeah. All well, what happens? I went back. No to No hat. No hat, no nothing. Yeah, it never occurred to me. And then I'm in halfway to the station. I go, wait a minute. I look at myself. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. As you can see, have you ever done that? Um, I've always been a little vain to look in the mirror. To at least drag a comb I or haven't, a brush No, no, no I didn't even look. You didn't even no, look. No, I've never done that. I've I always know. looked. I didn't even look at myself. Now, when you say dry your hair. I just took a towel. Okay, okay. I, okay. I, I did the. When's the last time any of us actually took a blow dryer to our <laughs> hair? It's been uh, at least three presidents. Oh, I'm, I don't. I can't even remember the last time I the did last that. Time I use a I... blow dryer every day. What the every fuck? Every day. Okay. What the hell? That's Good. why your hair looks okay. like Farrah Fawcett. That's no, <laughs> why it's so beautifully feathered. Are you kidding? You actually use a hair dryer you every day. You look like Ric Flair. Yes. <laughs> yeah, my new new four horsemen right Exactly. Yes. It's it, Tully. It's only It's Arn and Robbie. It's not to make my hair look better. It is to get my scalp dry because I get a itchy scalp. Oh, let's me. spend a half an hour on that. <laughs> yeah. Man. Which is really wow. so if you don't dry completely dry, it'll get like red and cracked and like Woodworth looking. <laughs> Jeremy, not Eric. No, not. Not all the Jeremy. Love Gonna be that, putting though. this on your new uh, Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> I like to blow dry my hair so my scalp doesn't crack. Hey, the next time, and I hope this one works out, but we have history on our side that it might not. <laughs> the next time you put up a Tinder profile pic, I dare you to fucking hold a hair dryer up to your hair. And that's the, <laughs> the photo is you blow drying your hair in your Tinder picture. Yeah, Robbie, it's like the girlfriends is like Cleveland Browns and quarterbacks. We know there's going to be yeah. another. So, guess, Robbie, yeah, now's we, the time for Robbie to yeah, we, we respond talk, to last week. Yeah, about you bringing uh, a date to Father's Day, and uh, you weren't here to really respond. You were on chat responding, but yes, let's let the I, people. I represented myself well enough in chat. I, 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 I was. She was perfectly comfortable, and most of this I'd rather not. I'd rather talk about on the bonus show, oh. but so that I don't get into any weird areas. But um, she, I, she was happy she was excited to come and everything was great there was no no issues whatsoever speaking in generalities here because we're going to save the, the meat and potatoes for the patreon and i'll set this up now and you'll get it by the end of the episode this upcoming patreon oh, is going to be an absolute nuclear missile <laughs> yeah. going on like a three-hour episode dude it, this it next one's going to be, gonna be yeah. gargantuan does she do, would she be willing to spend more time with gramps after her first dalliance with him Yes. Alone? Alone? Alone. You you got to cut this chick off. You got to cut her off. She got the the jump on him. She said, who do you think's prettier, you or me, to him before he said it to her. Uh, That's a great line. You are warning. I was convulsing. He immediately grabs his heart and tips over. (laughs) (laughs) Did she say, which one's your brother, Joe, or this guy? Did she... You know, I got a call today from where my dad lives that uh, he took a fall today. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. The elevator's broken in his building. And Did he you fell get... four stories down the <laughs> shaft. Did you get the same call, Robbie? 
No, he told me about it. He didn't tell me about it. You know what he asked texting me today? And he goes, hey, does Robbie know how to get into the Ocean City place? <laughs> I go, of course he does. But yeah, they called me and they said, your father fell down the stairs. And I go, what? And they go, he's fine. He just fell off the last step. Oh, oh so he <laughs> that does... Then yes. he fell, fell down the stair. And he refused yeah, yeah. to he refused to take an ambulance to the hospital. I said, well, good. I don't think you can call that falling down the stairs. <laughs> like, did but. he take a flat back, like, on the ground looking up or roll on his hip? Or does he you know, stumble? It's not that I don't care. It's but that you once don't they care. told me he was fine, I had no interest <laughs> oh, in hearing that. about Just white the fall. Noise. Believe me, him and Robbie are going to talk about it for probably six or seven hours. Now, uh, Robbie, I've never, I don't think we've asked you this, but I, I know I've asked you, like, when, when you bring a new woman, do you, you know, you prep her on Gramps. But it occurred to me, do you have to prep that Joe and Katie are husband and wife? Because um, if, if I'm confused, I might meet Joe and know his wife's going to be there and, and go, see Katie and just just do. Wait, did I mishear something? Like, God, his daughter is his hot. granddaughter. Yeah, and here? then yeah, ex- I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm like, legitimately, do you say? <laughs> no, of course, it's a reasonable thing yes, to warn yes. her about. But it's got to be an odd conversation, right? Do you do you have you had those conversations with exes? You're going to meet my brother. You're going to meet his gorgeous and admittedly younger wife. We're all used to it. Yes, that's something along those lines. <laughs> okay. Do you take some some brotherly pride though that like that's how us Robinson brothers? Yeah, or roll? do you shit on me for r- being a cradle robber? Neither. Robin? I say it uh, dispassionately. Dispassionately. <laughs> dispassionately. <laughs> Word of the day. <laughs> we already have a front runner for a showtime. Oh, uh, we got <laughs> a front runner. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, what's the chat looking like, fellas? Oh, uh, we got a bunch God, of folks in there. Up, Sweet yeah. Mac, always a pleasure. Boom, PA. That's Steve Miller. A pleasure hey. to have you. I am Justin, the new voice. Intrigued stranger wants to know how is Gramps. If uh, we, we heard from Gramps, what he thought of your new gal. Yeah, Robbie, did did Dad uh, comment he on... Did. Uh, he 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 said he liked her. Okay. I want more intricacy on the Patreon. <laughs> I want more intricacy about this woman on the Patreon, which, uh, yeah, we're going to be loaded for bear for that. So when's your what's your next date with her? You got plans this weekend? Are you, are you spending 4th of July with her? Good question. No, uh, she has her own trip to do for a friend of her's birthday. She's going to Pennsylvania. And so we have separate trips this coming weekend. Sorry about that, man. Sorry, yeah. no, sorry brother. I wish I had the buffer that I had for Father's Day because I'm going to be spending almost three full days. Don't with yell at Gramps. Oh, you got to have to just take it. Yeah. I'm, I told you I'm going to take a header off that balcony. <laughs> hey, I'll be down there to catch you right. with a fitted bed sheet. Speaking of Steve Miller, I don't think I told this. When we hung out with Eric when uh, during the Boy Pussy show a few weeks ago, so we all went out, uh, me and, and Steve and Eric and Dave Dennis, we went out to this you know, bar outside drinking area later, and Drew Miller called Steve, Drew, father son, and Eric and I answer, and we're just being funny and just being wacky and saying boy pussy. Meanwhile, Drew's like car is like breaking down or something. Oh, there's He's trying emergency. to like seriously get his dad. I need help. <laughs> ha, 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 guys. Like, I need, need help right being now. funny and wacky. Hey, hey, He's like, an... no, seriously, I got an issue. Call boy pussy automotive. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> have, have you tapped on the boy pussy? <laughs> yeah, no, we were uh, no help at all. Yeah, I'm on the side of a major highway. I'm yeah, about to be clipped. Now, is no, that sorry, the same? Drew. Eric Woodworth, that's going to be with me this Friday. Magoobies, two shows, 7, 9, 30. That is the same Eric Woodworth. Is that the same Eric Woodworth that on Saturday, not to spoil too much about probably my favorite new murder mystery, One Night Life Not to Live, 
that we're going to smack the shit out of oh, about 15 I'm times on jealous stage. I won't be there. God, I can't wait. You know, I talked about that today on the air. Correct me if I'm wrong. The premise <clears throat> of this murder mystery started with the idea of slapping Eric and grew out from that. Yes. Isn't that the first thing? Well, that you we guys, decided? I think you guys drove from to Brightbox in Winchester and, and had some riff on soap operas and were joking around in the car and you came back laughing about it. And, and I think that's what made Then we said, Rob, get on it. And right, then you were and I said, but it's going to take more acting, and you guys will do it. And then Justin paid attention. And then, <laughs> <laughs> hey. yeah. But I think that was the impetus. Yeah, slapping Eric. Like, did anybody else, uh, one of us, grow up with? Because I have a bit of a history. I'm not sure if you know about with, with being slapped, with being <laughs> having yeah. shit slapped out of me with uh, with soap operas. Your your um, you General Hospital. Them? I watched some. I watched Days of Our Lives. When did you watch them? You know what? I would watch the, during the summer, and then whenever you know the, you'd have a day off of school for whatever reason. How old were you? Oh, uh, I don't know, uh, ten to sixteen. Okay. Yeah. I it was seemed t- like it would just pick up wherever you left off. I was twenty nine years old. <laughs> and you mean, we were friends by then. You yes. and I knew each other. I was out of work. Larry would never do that. And John Muma's wife Amy was addicted to the Young and the Restless. Okay. But nice. she was a contractor for Deloitte, and she could just work remotely. This whole work from home shit. She she's was on top old. Of oh, that years this ago. is her life did not change. Mm-hmm. And I would come over there, and I would just eat their food, and we would watch Victor Newman. And the rest yes. of the Newman family <laughs> and Jack Abbott all day long. And then John would come home and we'd watch like two episodes. I've probably seen no less than 150 episodes to where I was getting legitimately invested. And John Muma, if I could find a way to incorporate this into the murder mystery, I'm not sure how because it involves an actual murder. But he used to do this brief act out on stage where every soap opera fight was two men squaring up, one hit. Guy goes down, the guy who threw the punch would lean down, fingers on neck, and look up towards the camera and go, he's dead. <laughs> and then it would cut. I mean, that's that might that's be our way. murder mystery. Yeah, if we yeah. ever do One Life Not to Live Two, that's how someone has to die. But we would love to see everybody at Magoobies. This is our first time at Magoobies doing the new one. You know, Robbie, uh, when he was in high school, used to watch General Hospital. And as a matter of fact... He had like this big, Robbie does this. He has like these little infatuations. Mm-hmm. And it was the heyday of General Hospital. It was Luke and Laura. I don't know oh, if you guys yeah. remember that. No. Yes, Luke and Laura were the, they were huge. And uh, and then, Robbie, what was the girl that you that you really liked? What was Luke? her name? Uh, Holly. Holly, she right. she was played by this really bad Australian actress, actress Emma Sams. All right, I'm going to look her she up. she was hot. She was pretty big, right? Emma Sams, didn't she do well, other here shit? here she is. Let's see how she, let's see uh, what it looks here she is. Let's let's try to get current. Yeah, I don't let's think get that's what we're gonna. There she is. Although she does still look kind of good, right? What year is this? Okay, she's not looking as good as Jodie Foster, but so, looking good. <laughs> so Rob, yes, Luke and Holly's theme on General Hospital was "Baby, Come to Me." Ah, uh, yes. Okay, and no, she's exotic looking. This is what she looked like Hell when yeah. she was on. I mean, I know this is a visual. Little but... gypsy. She's got the dark hair, dark makeup, kind of striking. Cone Steve titties. Miller says she was also on Dynasty. Is that yeah. Joan Collins too? Was she on this? No, she was on. Uh, th- but this is the she was in on, on Dynasty as well. This girl that Robbie was in love with. We've dropped Telly Blanchard and Emma Sams. You no, know, we haven't mentioned her in a long time. Fifteen minutes. Yes, Robbie. What was the game show? The, the, I'm sorry, the video game girl that you re- were in love with. What was her name? Well, that's funny that you bring that up because I listened to uh, Justin's show 
today, Ugh. the uh, Dork <laughs> Dynasty. Hope you missed sports. And I remember we used to have her <laughs> no, he on Irresponsible Radio. Okay. Yes. And her name was Veronica Belmont. But do you remember? Yes, I know exactly what your story you're going to tell. One time Look we had up, Justin please. on for the video game report, and she was on too for the video game report. And she started talking about this game, and Justin said off the air, that's a that's like a baby's game, and she heard it. I was oh, like, oh no! Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> I don't. No, I don't recognize. So her. here's what she looks like, and here's the deal: <clears throat> Robbie was like infatuated with her. No, she's so, like a sexy nerd. I yes, can, so, she would be on G four. So Robbie tried to. I, she is was that, on G four. Of course she was. <laughs> he tried to, you know, incorporate her into the show to kind of build a sort of a relationship with her, and I fucked it. You totally did. I torpedo it. it? He's done it no. twice. He no, did no, it no, on no. the Theo and Joe show, Irresponsible Radio, and then he did it here on the Robin Joe show. Can we remember the game that I shit talked that was awful? Because I will play it again in 2022 <laughs> and review it on the next Dork Dynasty at the end of July well, don't for feel, all our Patreon subscribers. Don't feel bad, Justin. Uh, Robbie has come back and since then has dated 97 women. <laughs> 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 I didn't realize this also. Thank you. Uh, boom. He says that. There was a young Meg Ryan on As the World Turns. Did you also hear that? And somebody check in on, on the chat that knows this. That James Franco's mother was like apparently infatuated with soap operas. And well after he was a success. Right. And he. Oh, yeah. He, he went on one. He went on. He just asked. He's like, can I. She wasn't in the business. She was just a fan. She was just a fan. Mm -hmm. She just loved As the World Turns, General Hospital, whatever. He just asked, can I be on this as a gift to my mom? And I remember the scene that he was in, and he acted the way we do in One Life, <laughs> like just so over the top and dripping. <laughs> I have the documents, but something doesn't look right. <laughs> Victor! And he did it as a gift to his mom. I thought that was the coolest thing. Imagine having, imagine having somebody, okay, Dwayne Johnson's mom just happens to be a podcast fan. <laughs> and The Rock gets a hold of Robbie and is like, my mom likes listening to stuff on Spotify. Do you yes. mind if Rock comes on for one episode? Like, get your ass on here. Like, he's, that had to be a bad day at work for him. It had to be a great day for the whoever produces that show. But think about this. You're James Franco. You're okay. already a Hollywood A-lister around the time that I believe this happened. You can only screw it up for yourself. Well, he's on set with a bunch of has-been, never-wers. Right. So they're on him like fucking cockroaches mm -hmm. all day that the minute it cuts, all of them are trying to talk about their mutual acquaintances. <laughs> Any chance I can be in the next Ocean's Eleven movie? I'm not sure what James Franco's been in. Not but that. all day. He's, he's just having people just like sycophant all over him all day long trying to get on the next Franco project. Um, Joe, do we have stories from you? Yeah, I the we, only story. Like I know yeah. we got some great Justin stuff. We're gonna yeah. sort of backload that because it seems like we're gonna. That's gonna be a big finish. Okay, so let me just say this: uh, we did have. Uh, I know Robbie loves this. Oh yeah, we have we have songs. Yeah, Jeremy Woodworth uh, wrote a song. I was hoping you forget for nope. the show. I and, reminded him, and uh, it, I. Dude, I think it's the most melodic song he's ever written. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know what? Let's just play it. Yeah, and, give and it a play. The, it's called Oscar. Very melodic. <laughs> Katie can never hear this. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god! All right, yeah, this is his. Uh, this no. is his brown sugar. Um, the, the, by the way, the chat is—they love it. Uh, how could you not? <laughs> yeah, no, it's getting a lot of a lot of love. Max somehow got a pre-screening. I don't know how that happened. Oh, he definitely <laughs> had Jeremy send that to him ahead of time. What's going to be Katie's reaction when she hears Oscar the rapist dog? <laughs> Like, now, she's going to be none too pleased. Now, for those of you who are new listeners, you have to understand where that came from. Hi. Uh, we originally <laughs> said that uh, we were going to get a girl dog. Uh, right. We ended up getting a boy dog, and then that boy dog had health problems, and now we're back to a girl story. dog, right? It's a long rape dog story. Yeah. But uh, my father, we were going to breakfast, and we told him we were going to get a girl dog, and my father said... Is Oscar going to rape it? God. And I thought that was a strange question. You know, all that raping yes. Oscar does. He's just little holes in Those the Those gulps do more than retrieve. I yeah. got to imagine that <laughs> they take. in the animal community, there has to be some uh, sex that occurs against the will of the female. The dolphin. That has to happen. The dolphin is apparently the Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> of the animal kingdom. Have you looked into the dolphin? I have not looked the into dolphin, dolphin rape. No. Dolphins will it's sexually on my assault people. Yes, I've heard that. Like okay. multiple times a year, these pods will like swim around some... Uh, a tourist from Iowa off the shore of some resort and they'll like swim them out to the ocean and then just gangbang them in the Pacific. So dolphins just have a really good PR person that makes the, everyone think they're awesome and they're yeah, everyone flipper. loves dolphins. Oh, yeah, but yeah. really they're just fucking monsters. Cartoon or trying to keep them out of our tuna can. Bastards. Mm. Absolute. They're apparently they'll like they'll bully each other. The, apparently dolphins are just <laughs> bastards to each other and humans as well. So yeah they also they're such they're so smart they fuck with like killer whales and these things can't, there's nothing they can do yeah about they taunt it. them they're just they're, they're shitty they're like the golden retrievers of the ocean <laughs> <laughs> so uh one more song we want you to hear um Wait, we I have a major announcement go ahead before you get to the next sure. song joe apparently you can now listen to the robin joe show on an iphone oh really uh, you mean oh. you can listen to the you can get on the chat the live yeah you can always listen on an iphone yes i've yeah. always been listening on my iphone no i mean live Okay, cool. That's okay. huge. What changed? Because people asked. And we, and I have we no delivered. Idea. It only took nine But years. Elaine Wilson, one of our fans from Facebook, was one of the big um, advocates for getting it on, for getting it Apple compatible, and she's in chat right now. And, and as much said, as you fought you, her Elaine. tooth and nail, yeah. Robbie, it happened. <laughs> it happened. Elaine, you are a hero. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you. All right, now let's get it on the Windows phone and a BlackBerry, <laughs> hey, and we'll be worldwide. When I said to Robbie, I go, Robbie, we probably, probably should make sure that people can listen live on, on an iPhone. I mean, 80% of phones are iPhones. He goes, now oh, they'll just probably just change something and it won't work again. <laughs> we, should just, <laughs> we should still try. Hey, real quick, I want to stay on the Oscar rape Sure, um, sure, sure. Oh, if, let's spend an hour on it. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the worst scenario where you were to play that for Katie? Hmm. If we were on our way to pick up our new dog, I guess would no, be the... going forward. Um, going and then I want to know how much for you to do that. <laughs> oh, easily. Uh, so, Katie, just uh, at this dinner that you were talking about before the show. Yeah. That's a you mean at the dinner in yes. the restaurant? Yes. No, that's if crazy. you could get it on the restaurant speakers, <laughs> like not to give up too much behind the scenes, but we know little Olive has been going to the vet quite a bit. Uh -huh. If the song was accidentally your ringtone at the vet, <laughs> <laughs> in the song yes. place at the veterinary clinic. 
Hmm. I'm trying to think what the worst case scenario is. By the way, Katie and I are going to have sex tonight. Well, <gasps> that wouldn't that, that you win that night. Yeah, tell you that. no, that's over. Because last night she goes, "Hey, do you want to have sex tomorrow?" I've said that before. That's yes, what right. she says when she's letting me know, "Don't try to have sex with me tonight." Because yeah. tomorrow it's good. On. Right, tomorrow it's <clears throat> on. So tonight's the night. Tonight, so if horny. I were to, if I were to put that like on a Bluetooth speaker, yes. right as I was moving. right as the stuff comes, right as you say the stuff uh, comes out, mm-hmm. just hit play. <laughs> or like, would you would you hum it? What if she while Im- you're doing it? What if she immediately orgasmed? <laughs> <laughs> what if no. she knew the words already? She'd be listening to it for the rapist. No, <laughs> you look down the hallway and it's happening. <laughs> yes, there's two. No. Acts. <laughs> yeah. neither one of the women enjoying it. <laughs> Oscar and I just making eye contact the whole time. Yeah, that's right. Bunch of alphas uh, in here. Uh, oh, Graham falls down the stairs again. Here, <laughs> <laughs> Graham's just come tumble. No, Graham's like I told you. <laughs> you don't doubt the elderly <laughs> oh my god so you say there's a second song yeah yeah so this is uh, we didn't get a chance to play this last week because we didn't have robbie but we have him and uh i i actually talked about this on 98 rock we were sitting on the beach during our vacation and um i'll, I'll let this stand on its own we all had to play what we thought was our favorite song okay you, by the way do you have a favorite song uh, i do what is I it? Have a favorite band it's it's a little vague it's it's an old punk rock band from from Southern California called oh, Face to Face. Great and, band, and it's called uh, it's called Disconnected. People have actually yeah, heard of this, and I don't own it on vinyl. But okay, my well, okay. What's like a major mainstream song that sure. I love? Um, That's a tough. This is how much I love it. I don't even know the name of it. Probably you've heard of Muse's Starlight. Dude, I just what talked about that about? the other yeah. day. That's one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Yes, love it. I love that song. Love it. Amazing song. Love it. Song. Love, um, it. love it. And their uh, their other song, Knights of Sidonia. Yeah, no, has a breakdown in the middle of it that, that I was love. on. Uh, that was that was on uh, Guitar Hero. Knights yes, of it was. Sidonia, yeah. that's actually the first time I heard it. I was like, this song's amazing, yeah. and I'm good at it. <laughs> <laughs> medium. What did you? Say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't incorporate that blue button. What did you say? Your favorite song isn't the it's uh, the weight by the band is my favorite song. I don't know what I. I'd probably say track. Of my tears. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. I'm surprised it's not a Prince song. Well, I mean, I, there's, I can't choose. They're like my children. So. But it is mm. cool to hear some of these great songs, and especially not if it's so obscure you've never heard of it, but if it's something like, oh, I remember that. That is a great song. Uh, but my father-in-law, you know, he's a man's man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, I'm thinking, I'm uh, if I had to take a guess, Frank Push. Sure. I'm thinking Seeger. Yeah, I'm thinking Night Zeppelin, News, Waylon Jennings. Sure. I'm thinking uh, at most, like maybe a Van Morrison. Spice Girls. That would make sense. <laughs> that would make sense. But no, no, no. It's uh, Mac it's, Miller. It's this. Real banger. And Aubrey was her name. <laughs> hey, oh, just snuck this in right before the end yeah. of Pride. Hold on, give it a I can imagine Frank sashaying into a room. Do you remember the Coke dealer from Boogie Nights with the kid throwing the firecrackers in the car? I do, yes. Remember what he was dressed like? Yes, he wore the robe, and I believe they played uh, Sister Christian. Oh, no, no, uh, In the Air Tonight. In, no, yeah. it, no, it was Sister Christian. It was Sister, it was Sister Christian. Christian. Robbie, okay. please keep this song going. Yeah. And I'm just... <laughs> 
imagining him just floating into the room with a snifter <laughs> of brandy. For whatever reason, I know he doesn't smoke, but he's got one at the end of a cigarette yes. extender. Yes. His wife is in the other room fanning herself down from the savage lovemaking that just took place. He asks everyone, would you guys like some bagel bites? <laughs> I'm about to make a few. This yeah. is beautiful. Who yeah. is this? It's bread. If you're familiar with bread. the music yeah, of I know the bread, song. Yeah. all their songs I thought I loved like all bread. <laughs> I thought I loved all bread. Elaine knew bread. Elaine Wilson and Chat knew bread. Yeah, now the couple things that were funny. First of all, we heard that song probably no less than 20 times over the weekend as okay. we continue to play it. But also, Robbie's like, oh, I know that song. <laughs> of course. So I'm surprised it's not in one of the murder mystery playlists. It will be. 100%. 100%. He's going to play that as people get sad. Yes. That song will. That song makes me want to jump in a pool. Now, here's what he told us. He said uh, Katie was originally named Aubrey after that song. <laughs> really? And then everybody's like, are you out of your fucking mind? And they changed her name to Kate. Do you know where Evan's name came from? Huh? Evan Dando. From the Lemonheads. Oh, yeah. No, I know Evan Dando. Because that's the song that came on on the way to the hospital after her water broke. What and song? We had yet to Coming pick. Around Again? Uh, it's a shame about Ray. Oh, man. I love that band <laughs> and for sure. I, I, you know what? I don't really care for the Lemonheads. No. But he's named after the lead singer of a band I don't listen to. <laughs> and now here we are on the way to the hospital. Like, Evan works. Do you know what the second, that's the second place name was going to be? I think mm, I've told you this. Joe? I'll give you a hint. It's an animal. Spiegel. Oh, no. a cougar? Bear. Cougar. <laughs> My son's name was almost Bear. Cougar yeah. Mellencamp? That would yes. be bad. <laughs> it was almost Bear Schlegel, which you either uh, better be a UFC heavyweight oh, or man. a hairy gay man. Uh, we would be talking well, both, about both are awesome you behind me. your back for mm, sure. One hey, of those will real quick, uh, Real quick Lemonheads trivia. Uh, at whose wedding was a Lemonhead song predominantly displayed and played? Robbie's first wedding. Yours. My yeah, first wedding. Yours. That's correct. Yes. Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson. That's Mrs. Right. Robinson. There we do, go. Do we have the chat giving their favorite songs? Anybody? Anybody mm. chime uh, in? Respect by Otis Redding, says Miggity Mac. Look at Mac going with the original version. Just mm -hmm. shitting Find out what Aretha it means Franklin. to me. Mm -hmm. uh, what else do we have here? Uh, it's not Steve Miller. Thinks Katie was uh, was conceived during that song. <laughs> to bread. To yeah. bread. Yes, <laughs> as he was eating slices of wheat, just <laughs> laying down Mama Push. Yeast. Uh, I, I was told, uh, I was, my, my parents were listening to Janis Joplin when the lovemaking occurred. Another little piece of my heart. Little, I don't Me know. Me and Bobby mm -hmm. McGee. Just heard, just heard, heard, heard Joplin was playing when my dad went, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and here I am. And yes. Justin was his, his name. name. Yeah. Your original name was Bobby McGee. It was Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> this is my son, Justin Christofferson Schlegel. Let's take a break. We'll come back, Justin. Uh, Eastport are rocking. It uh, didn't rock so hard for you, Justin. Be right back. Hi, Justin here for Die Laughing Productions to tell you about our newest outrageous comedy murder mystery show, One Life Not to Live. You're at a live taping of your favorite daytime soap opera drama, as the world spins, whether you are young and restless or bold and beautiful, beware and hope these aren't the last days of your lives. One Life Not to Live stars me, Justin Schlegel, and all of your favorite Die Laughing Productions performers, but most importantly, you, the audience. We have roles available for willing volunteers, and everyone's going to get a chance to solve our most dramatic and over-the-top murder ever. Next performance, July 2nd at McGooby's Joke House, Timonium. Tickets are on sale right now 
For upcoming show dates and more info, please visit DieLaughingProductions.com. The Robin Joe Show. Little local concert here down in the Annapolis area, Eastport. Dan Healy was playing. Not the not our Dan Healy. No, not Justin. my favorite Dan Healy. No. My second favorite right. Dan Healy was there. Hey, here's yeah. something cool. Uh, Dan Healy, uh, the next day, the Dan Healy band was on the cover of the Capitol. No. The local paper. Get That's out. right. Damn, good it's for on, Dan Healy. It's on Instagram if you're not following the Dan Healy band. Which, uh, he, was, he, he went first that day, didn't he? Or he, he went early. It's what's interesting is we there were three people that I knew at East Port of Rock and they were all performing. They were all the I don't know if you know, but the first spot's not the best. Mm. No, it's it the had, MC of the event. It had opened twenty minutes before they hit their first note. So yeah. eleven o'clock, you got to rush to where they are. So people are just still trickling in. So it was it's, just it's, me and the family. It's just empty chairs and a pod tie stand. That no, you're we were standing. To. There weren't even chairs. But uh, the, well, okay. join the Patreon and maybe you'll get a better spot on the show. Maybe okay mm. if you know which Dan Haley performed. Uh, and of those three people that you knew, two you like. And we'll save that for the Patreon. <laughs> for sure. that is a story for another day. This eSports are rocking, by the way, is an awesome little event. You've never been to it, Rob? I haven't. It's uh, You've been to Davis's Pub where we all hung out before? We had talked about the show. Uh, yes. You could walk to the entrance of this place from Davis's. It's a nice area. It's a very, very nice area. And, and Somehow they get like four or five stages in this little yeah. town. And you, I always thought, well, can't you hear the music from the other? But you can't. And each stage is its own thing. And... There's people out there and there's booths and yeah, no, it's, it's good. Yeah, there's no like like you know a power metal or anything. It's like either like uh, a local folk band, a singer, or like the, the biggest, most boisterous band would be like a Kelly Bell band. Yeah, right? the the I made one mistake before Justin tells this story. I don't know what's going on with my phone. I guess sometimes it doesn't. Since I have T-Mobile, I can't talk to the internet or mm -hmm. make phone calls or text <laughs> anybody. And so Katie goes, check out the weather. I want to know what to wear. So I go online and go, oh, it's supposed to be in the low 80s. But my phone needed to update to whatever today was. <laughs> oh, shit. It's so like you're 95 looking, degrees. You're looking wearing. at old temperature. <laughs> She's wearing jeans and a black long sleeve shirt or whatever. Yeah, Do you know what other asshole had jeans on at this thing? You. you. Me. <laughs> Jet black jeans. And a black jeans shirt. Jeans in the heat is the worst. And a black a black shirt, black mm. jeans, this beard, I was sweating. Yeah, good, he look, you look idea. like you're on the verge of a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> you should have seen what the heart attack I almost had by the end of this thing mm -hmm. was. We'll, we're going to get into that. Before we do that, we've never discussed, I think maybe off mic, that the guy to my right in front of you, Rob, do, this guy is the fucking Pied Piper of children. If he was any better with children, mm -hmm. I'd think he was trying to have sex with <laughs> My kid was uh, there. By the second date. By the, <laughs> have you ever seen Joe interact with a small child? I'm not sure that I have. You've never seen. I mean, him. I, I probably maybe at the this wedding. This is or the. Something. I, I'll let me say this. I I'm the best in the world at it because I think I'm pretty good at it. I'm the man. Best. We're gonna have a contest. <laughs> You're done. We're you, gonna vie for the love of a nine year old boy. <laughs> Do you know we're still doing? My son was there that day. Evan uh, was there. He's mm. six. This is the second time Joe has had a heart to heart with him, and he's and Joe is cracking him up in a way I wish. To the stars above, I could get my you son You wish he to loved laugh. you the way he loves I, me. He, he literally <laughs> loves Joe more than me. The first time Joe Kinda comes like over. Kind of like how Katie feels about you. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> Joe wishes Katie loved him the way she loves him. But the first time he comes over to my house uh, a year or two ago, whatever, he's doing this stinky foot bit with the kid, oh, and he won't stop laughing. Classic. Oh, it's so stinky. He's got like nine pie play clothes. He's <laughs> crushing. You've never seen Joe crush this hard If on only stage. I have the material with children that yeah. I, if I had yes. that on stage, if you could do, I wouldn't be here with you guys. The YMCA <laughs> summer camp circuit, you're Bill Burr. If you could just, if you could just work third grade and below you are ck in his prime 
<laughs> and Evan's there, and he's doing Louis this bit. pre-K. Pre-K. Jesus. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. And he's doing this bit. We have the show title, by the way. Louis pre-K. Where he's doing this bit with Evan where he's high-fiving Evan, and he's making Evan out to be Hulk strong. <laughs> and, and Joe's hand is, like, shattered. It's broken. Classic. I, Classic I, I, go-to. I can't move my hand anymore. Look what you did, Evan. You broke my hand. Hey, uh, fist bump me now. And he fist bumps Joe, and Joe acts like he's been hit with a baseball bat. <laughs> and he can't pick up his drink, and he can't use his phone. This was Saturday, right? Right. I've been doing that shit for three days. <laughs> Is it still crushing? He, no. <laughs> and I'm not doing it. He's coming in and going, let me fist bump you. Like, oh, God, here it comes. And I hold my fist up. And he winds up like Lennox Lewis. And he's only six, but it still hurts. Well, fist on fist. He's, he's hurting him, too. He, yeah, it's hurting Just him. Just for the joke. But he's cracking knuckles. I mean, he's committing to the bit. So we bump into Joe. We bump into Katie. They're friends. We're having a fine time. They had a great dog. Hey, he's real per- quick. Uh, Max says in chat, Justin, have him listen to the Robin Joe show and your son will love you more. <laughs> no, he, he honestly, Uncle Joe is his favorite thing. Second only to Santa. So do you remember the second time we sort of bumped into each other at the event? I bumped into Joe very mm-hmm. early, Rob. And mm-hmm. then a few minutes later, we you were just of, hanging out. You weren't, were you working? I was you, working. I was, I was, I was scheduled to be there. The okay. van, the night rock van yeah. was there. Okay. And you know what I do before I continue? I'm going to give you the end of this story in a way first. Okay. This was the first event in 14 years of employment in 98 Rock I have ever left early. And I left because I had to get out of there. So you're like contractually I have to be obligated there, to be there from a set time. From 12 to 2. Okay. And I was driving at 1.15. Wow. I have a meeting tomorrow about what happened at Eastports of Rock. Okay. And we're going to get into what happened and I'll tell you I'm going to tell you right now you're going to get some big chunks of this thing the huge part of this thing is going to be on Patreon because it's too much you're going to get a lot over 100 now thank you by the way thank you to everybody that broke 100 you're going to get what we promised I said we crack 100 you're going to get the threesome story of legend and we are going to interview the man that was in it with me my old friend Sean who I can't wait to catch up with yes but that's going to be on a Patreon in a couple of weeks from now so I bump into Joe once. We have a great time. He's making Evan laugh. We bump mm-hmm. into them a second time. He's doing it again. And about three minutes later is where the day goes from okay to real bad. So I'm going to rewind to when I got there. I'm walking through the front gate. And here, and I'm told I'm going to be meeting two people, an organizer, and I'm going to meet the head of security. Mm-hmm. And the head of security comes up to me. <clears throat> and he walks right in front of me. And I put my hand out to shake it. And he goes, you don't remember me, do you? And I immediately know, God damn it. God <laughs> You damn know it. who he is. <clears throat> I don't know who he is. You okay. fucked my wife. <laughs> I have no idea who this guy is. Yes. Your, your dog raped my dog. <clears throat> and I'm looking at him like, I'm sorry, I don't. I, I apologize. How, how long ago did we meet? He goes, three years ago. Huh. Opening day, Orioles. <laughs> we were at the Horseshoe Casino. And I go, I'm, I remember that day, but I'm sorry. I remember what was, what was going on. You were, I take it you were there. Yeah. I was one of the guys you called the gargantuan twins. <laughs> because I guess him and his friend were overweight. Yeah. And apparently very overweight. And he pulled up his phone and showed me. He was big. He was very big. So it was an apt comment. He is in great shape now. <laughs> I made him so mad that morning. 
he got in shape. Well, hell yeah. That's mm, good for you. No. <laughs> he doesn't see it that way. He, no. doesn't, he doesn't realize you saved his life. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. then COVID hit. He literally like, saved his life. Let me ask, let me ask you this. This is, this is going to be philosophical before I continue with the specifics of the story. Rob, there are probably people out there that hate you. You, you, you've done a show where you pissed someone off and they left and you were doing some crowd work. You were crushing, but someone was the focus of it and they got in the car and they're furious. Fuck that guy. I'm never going to go see that Rob Mayer guy again. For me, there's probably someone in chat that Make it email. Do you think somewhere out there you have an enemy? Hmm. Not someone that hates you, an enemy. An enemy. I don't think I do. I don't think I do. I mean, I you had Tom Arnold. We had Dan Ninen. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but they don't even know who really I in our am. Circle. Yeah. You had moments in time. The, yes. the, the, the Tom Arnold thing came and went in a week. Yeah. The Ninen thing would bubble I mean, up Ninen and go away. I mean, Ninen maybe consider me an enemy. But he had a yeah. hundred enemies. There yeah. was sure. nothing specific. Right, right, right. I was this guy's enemy. Oh. Any he thought, security. <laughs> he thought about me for years. Oh, Christ. He thought about me for years. There's like a room in his house where it's just pictures of you. He got in shape because of me. He is the head of security. <laughs> He's the guy that's supposed to be walking me around to wherever I got to go. And he won't stop talking about his workout regimen with me. And he's showing me. And I apologized to him. I said, you know what? Sorry, I did I'm, that. I'm, so, you know, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't like having people not like me. It's both a, a, a positive and a flaw of mine. I don't, like, you- I don't like making people... Upset. And you I'm said sorry. this in in a live event on the mic as to entertain, yep. and not and they just walk up to him, a but stranger. It, but it got to him. Okay, and it stuck with him. Sure. Different vibe. And you probably really were sorry. I was. You I don't was want like, a guy to be upset with you for three years. Not this guy. <laughs> so we go and we leave, and I go and I get set up at the tent with the guys, and he comes back around and he's standing next to me, and he's just standing there. I mean, just the. the from he's closer to me than you are to me right now, and you're about two and a half feet away, three <laughs> yeah. feet away. He is here, and he's just standing there, his arms across. Now, before you continue, is your wife and sons? I mean, sorry, your girlfriend and son still there? They're they're walking around a little okay. bit. I said I've got a post up at the ninety eight rock tent. You guys walk around. You got my cell phone. Here's some money. Go buy food. I'll see you. They're trying to find new fat people for Justin doing Zoom. <laughs> yeah, find, uh, hey, Justin, make the ruin this guy's life. This guy's in a wheelchair. He can't dance to any music. <laughs> Roast him, Dad. So he is standing there, and he won't stop talking about the type of shape that he's in now. And I'm and I'm like, good for you, man. I, I've it, been trying and all that. And you could tell he's what's his trying, angle here. You'll find out. Okay. He's trying to he. He's trying to rib me, but you could tell he doesn't have the comedic timing. Or, or, or oh, is he, he making fun of you like for being small or something? No, he's making like pro MD health jokes. I take TRT okay, right. and I take and I take ipamorlin, which is like a mild human growth hormone. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, mine, mine, are, mine are made in the gym and yours are made in the lab, right? Elbow, elbow, yeah. elbow to the gym. But I get it. What he's doing is is he's saying to you what would bother him. Yeah. He's really, trying to get some comments on me. What's bothering you is that this there's a guy here that held a three year grudge. He's got a that's three year a, grudge yeah, on yeah, me. Yeah, that's not He's good. the head of security. <laughs> Mac, oh. Mac says in chat, it's like Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison. Remember, he had his people to kill list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, mine was written on a sheet of notebook paper in his back pocket, and it was a list of one. <laughs> so he's doing this, and he won't go away. He just won't leave. Side note: a promotions guy named Danny was there. And on the Patreon episode, Danny said he will talk to oh, us cool, yeah. about I what love Danny. happened. Nice. So we go, and I, I walk away after a while. I forget everybody else set up. 
I walk, I lose him in the crowd. Thank God um, Kelly Bell came up and Kelly Bell and I are talking. I'm doing everything I can to kind of just horse blinders the conversation right. to ice him out because he won't stop following me. I bump into you. We bump into you a second time. Mm-hmm. And then as you're son of saying your goodbyes to Katie's and all this, here's where he puts the pedal down. He walks up and he gets very close to me. He goes, hey, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about your murder mystery that you guys do about getting involved with this murder mystery. And I go, <laughs> we got a new one coming out. It's this coming weekend, Friday and Saturday. And he goes, let, let me finish. I go, oh shit. He goes, I want to join it. <laughs> Did you say talk and, to Joe? <laughs> and I said, uh, we're only hiring fat characters. <laughs> well, I, I go, Hey, why don't you let me finish what I'm saying? Like I get a little test. Okay, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, Hey, we have roles for the audience here. You can, if you would let me finish, you can be in this. You, no, no, no. You're not understanding me. Listen to me. I'm a twice trained degreed thespian. <laughs> oh, Christ. And I want in. And I'm looking I'm like, What's oh, twice? he lost me <laughs> for this role. He's, yeah, He's I, like De Niro. I, you think Hemsworth got in shape for Thor? <laughs> Fuck you. This, my friend, this is the Bobby whatever the hell Eric I'm going to play Billy Ray Paisley's <laughs> biggest fan. Here's the yes. drink tickets that you get for doing that. I am the macho man Randy Sanderson. And he shaves his beard and then grows it back white. He is wanting to join the crew. <laughs> I don't remember him. I haven't talked to him in three years. And I kind of say, like, ah, uh, these are six or seven of my dearest friends. I've known these guys for a decade plus, <laughs> yeah. Rob and Joe and Sean and Tom. He's like, you guys are doing yourself a disservice. I'm just telling <laughs> you right now. It's good. It could be great. It's good, but it could be. And he's like, he's seen it. No, he hasn't been to one. He's like pointing good. his finger at me. Wait, good job, okay. interview. Really, he's ready for the it. head of security. He's the guy I'd call to get this guy <laughs> right. away from me. I'm not against auditioning him. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I say to say to break the news to you. Justin, he's hey, in the murder. We've yeah. got someone on Skype right now. He's the head of security, and he is now the new Macho Man, Randy Sanders. Uh, he can you sing Weird Al songs? And, and, I, and I and I try and get on him a little. Will bit. he I'm read like, the script ahead of time? Yeah. Will he will he memorize it? Will he sing the song Rob book for you to sing? Are you okay at having to be Katie's wife or ex-wife or ex-husband? Can we? Everyone slap has you? to marry Katie. At some point, yes. I feel like we can't slap him. <laughs> no, no, you can't slap this guy. No, you cannot slap him. And he's not grasping what I'm trying to tell him. And I'm trying to be diplomatic, saying, you can come to the murder mystery this weekend. I'll give you a role. And I would have. I would have. I felt sure. bad for what I said, but yeah. I'll give you a role. He's hot. And I tried to explain it to him. Like, If you just learned to play guitar. You can't go to the the Verizon Center when the Foo Fighters are playing and stand out front and go, I'd like to join the band. Yeah, I no. can't buy By the way, football. you might you even if you're Jeff Beck, you can't join the you Foo can, Fighters. Yes. You have to yeah. You also can't do security just by telling that guy you want to do it. Yeah. You have I, to go have a job interview and a resume. And I can't get buy a football right. and get any three point stance or and go, you know, I, I I, I want to play for the Ravens. I can't show up at one winning drive in a purple jersey and go, I'm ready to join. I'm a great linebacker. He wants Sold. to. By the way, this guy's got about six inches and about 40 pounds on me, and he is trained security. Okay. I am not winning a fight against right. this guy. And we're going back and forth. for. I walk. I'm trying to go, hey, you know, it's we, we are what we are. And I'm doing the bit where I'm sorry. This is kind of visual. I'm walking away, but talking over my right shoulder. But letting him know the conversation is ending. He 
he grabs my right shoulder and turns me around. He's not done talking to me. He's not done talking. Whoa. And I am back at this point. I've made my way back to the tent and he's not getting the examples. He's not hearing it. And he's talking about, he's a Freemason. Oh God. And the connection. He's the local Maryland Illuminati. We, we better hire him at this point. It won't. He was, has he ever stop. been to the boomy temple? That's I an bet he has. Joke, That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, he, he, he just Do you have won't. his information? I have all of it, yes. <laughs> because I, I wouldn't mind having him send us in some monologue. <laughs> <laughs> just some sort of always be closing. A-I-D-A. Yes. We'll give him some Restivo <laughs> of voicemails and say, you have to reenact this. A-I-D-A, always inside this dead asshole as he stabs me. And this is where I'm going to leave it. This is where okay. I'm going to leave it. So this, all right. We're going to get into the, what happened next on Patreon. <laughs> okay, good. I, because I'm like this teeth. I'm finally telling him it's not going to happen. You're reaching the enough point. I'm, I'm reaching the enough. Yeah, like right. he, it, we're, we're, we're talking it's in past circles. the point where it's annoying. It's you're literally it's getting you're getting it's getting like concerning. Uh, and Danny, yes. who we're going to talk to, right. he's standing next to me and he's like he's mouthing like, "Are you okay?" Like, like no, like you have to fight this guy. <laughs> Danny. Hey, 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 quick, get security. Oh, that's right. <laughs> this is him. This is the guy. That's my boss. Yeah. <laughs> if you get security, it's just other guys who work for that guy. It's all his friends. Oh, that was four on one. Fight. And Mudge is standing across, and she's with Evan, and she's looking. Oh, over I thought at she was me. like, "Hey, Justin." Hey, that's Justin's my ex. over there fist bumping your kid. He's yeah. not going to know Joe is. I mean, he's not helping. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's making my kid crack up, and. I'll leave it at this for Patreon. We're going to do Patreon, I believe, July 12th, I think it's going to be. I will tell you exactly. It is. Uh, that is correct. July 12th. Cool. And I'll leave it at this. He comes back. He finally just stops talking. But he, we have returned to our original position when I got there. He's just standing oh, here. Oh, Christ. He's standing next <laughs> to me. And he starts rooting around in his pocket. And he starts rooting around. And he's rooting. And he's grabbing. And he holds up his phone. He goes, is that where you live? Oh, my God. Oh. And I'll leave it at that. Fuck. And I'll finish the story on Patreon. Holy shit. Uh, I have a meeting tomorrow. That's a dark turn. With the general manager of the station about this thing. Yeah, but you can't get a guy fired who only works once a year. Wait till you <laughs> hear what he does on Patreon that he showed me his credentials for. Oh, Christ. There's <laughs> oh. nothing I can do. I am literally, I'm so at wit's end that when I finally was able to part ways, I just said, we're leaving. And I contacted the station and I contacted AEs and it's like, I'm going home and I'm not sticking around here. And they're like, dude, get the hell out of there. Take off. And we went home. And that was that. I mean, it, it now, was. I'm a, sure the people that hired you for the job, they're not. A, they, once they find out what happened, they're not going to be upset with you. But but there's nothing. But you'll be dead by then. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> only I'm half sorry. a laugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. I can't. We end. Uh, and, and by the way, after well, that little revelation of his, we had another 20 minute conversation after his whole hold his phone up to me. It went and that's when it spiraled. And that's what we're going to talk to Danny about. Because uh, okay. I can show you some images of Danny. What are the chances he's listening right now? Uh, or, or we'll listen to it's not podcast. zero. It's not zero. It's not zero. He clearly listens to the. You and, I feel, and I feel, and I feel bad mystery. about what I well, no, said to him could, a long that, time that's ago. That's over. That you've already felt bad. Now we're somewhere else. We're we're oh, we're three standard gone, deviations away. We've from- gone so far into the murky depths of oh god, this is a guy that I pissed off because I made a really shitty fat joke. 
Then I feel like I'm talking to a crazy person because he wants to join up with my best friends who I've known for decades, and I don't know this guy from Adam. And then he basically recites my social security number to me. Like, ah, oh, cool. This guy, I am his enemy. So Jeremy in chat says, uh, did you say that he still looks fat? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, could, that would be the worst thing you could have said to him. This that would be about it. Sounds like... It could be a plot of our murder mystery or a plot of a horror film where a bunch of comedians are in a house or somewhere and everyone that shows up is someone that they heckled in the past. Oh, my God. Like kill them. Like yes. a dinner for schmucks, but dinner yes. for heckled. <laughs> yes. Like it's just a round table of people that we've you don't all remember sat me. and I, roasted. I don't remember you, ma'am. Yeah. Snickers, Fort Wayne, <laughs> yes. Indiana, 2006. <laughs> uh, you were opening for Tony Rock. You said... What is that, a shirt or a tablecloth? <laughs> it was a tablecloth. It was. Do you remember me? I don't. You said, wash out your pussy. <laughs> okay, this is the next murder mystery. Yes. So, Heckler whodunit. On the next Patreon, here, here is the absolute buffet that you're getting. Mm. We're interviewing a guy that I had the world's most embarrassing threesome mm -hmm. with. We're del delving deep into Robbie's new girl stuff that we have to put behind a paywall. Side note, there is somebody that I work with that I am going to take out at the knees mm -hmm. and mm. that I'm going to give you the grand finale of the psycho at the Eastport's Arakan Festival and what he does for a living where I have probably little to no recourse, where I basically am now just in a stasis <laughs> oh position and I'm buying floodlights and ADTs for my property. And Katie Robinson will be joining us oh. to give her uh, her response to gay... Joe Summer. Gay Joe Summer's yes. almost did an end. Oh, I thought we were going to have an episode where people weren't talking about no, fucking my wife. No, that's the Patreon. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> we said on that episode we'd like her to come on the Patreon oh, and give her rankings, and she's already told us a little bit. Uh, off. Uh, it's a cuck-free episode, this one? This I've, one's cuck-free. Cuck yeah. I already have a name for that episode, Robbie, if you like. Uh, Dick Picks, P-I-C-K-S. <laughs> <laughs> So one other thing, God, is this going to be a three-hour Patreon? But uh, we had well, she's got a lot of guys she wants to talk about banging. So it could be three hours. <laughs> we had talked about also. Uh, we found out today that Stavros Halkius, who's from Baltimore, yeah, 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 he's from Baltimore. Baltimore. He went to the University of Baltimore. Yes. He won Comedian of the Year at Magoobies, which will be in three days. Mm -hmm. um, he quit. I don't know one of the most ten successful podcasts in in uh, in the world in Cumtown. Definitely today, one without like a major backing of like. A, yeah, this was probably a major star or a major you know the ringer or yeah the you know NPR without without, without an Adam Carolla yes. sized name. This right. was truly grassroots. Yeah, that grew into something. I massive. might be wrong. It pulls it. It makes one hundred twenty eight thousand dollars a month in their um, Patreon. Okay, yeah, and now it's been a long time since I checked. And is that, so it am I doing Tim last, Dillon? But it's, a, it's a huge... Last I checked was 95, so it's okay, a penny. It's huge money, mate. It's huge money, and from what I understand, I've, I've asked some folks in the know. I think they just split it three ways. So it's basically, you're right. you're you're grossing $30,000 a month, and you're doing about two to four hours of work a week. I'm wrong. It's $100,000, right? So it's $1.2 they bring in. Yes. So I don't know what his cut is, but even if Nick Mullen, since he's the producer of or whatever, gets a little bit more. Pretty sure they split it three ways. He's probably making, a, at least he's making a quarter of a million dollars a year. If you think about that too. Just doing that. He's yeah. Just doing that. Yeah. He's headlining clubs around the country. Yes. He has a massively successful Stavros' uh, Live at the Lincoln Lodge. 
He has like an independent movie he was just in. He's been he's on just Andrew on Bert Kreischer's podcast. Dude, he's on Schultz's podcast, mm-hmm. Barstool's podcast. Like he's exploding right now. Massive. And then he goes and and it doesn't seem like it's acrimonious. It doesn't seem like something happened. It just yeah. seems like he's moving on. I hate to say up. Mullen, who's probably one of the funniest human beings yeah. to yes. ever come out Nick of this Mullen scene. Nick Mullen been ever. on the show back Nick in Mullen, the early days. Nick Mullen's that special brand of comedian that I not only laugh at, I get angry at how funny yeah. he is sometimes. Yeah, he's like, also Jesus. super smart. Yeah. And, you know, but he does drive that ship for sure. It doesn't. It it probably will still work to, on some level without Stavros. But I it will think, be different. I don't think it can work. could work at all without Nick. But Why do you think he left? I think he's getting too big. And yeah, maybe I mean, if you get some actual backers of uh, corporations, you, you want to distance yourself well, you think from about some this. of the subject matters they talk about. Yeah, you might be right about yeah. that. But that was know, my theory. Mm-hmm. You think that's it? A, a PC thing? I think it's. I, I think. I think Rob's right. Where, where Nick, his end game, and, and I hate if Nick hears this, and I'm completely off base here. But Nick has built his empire. He has built his kingdom. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if Nick has. Like movie aspirations, or, or he's now headlining beyond. and selling out. He's still headlining out. and selling yeah. out wherever he so chooses to. I mean, the guy's yeah. got a legion of fans, but I think he is happy with the empire that he's built. And Stav's got different goals, yeah. and some of those goals might be more mainstream. I mean, the same way. Is it too late though? I almost look at it as it's always in sunny in Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. It's sort of been grandfathered into that brand of right. pretty crass humor to where if other. Types of shows try to do that. There's some goddamn Jezebel, Lena Dunham, think piece, shocked, shaking, can't believe they said that, showed that, but they were grandfathered into it on that TV show. Cometown was the same way. It's a, it's, I think it's a, a much, it's a, it's, it's on much, steroids because, you know, I and mean, it's also under the radar compared to, you're right, because advertisers sunk. don't, don't, they're, you know, they're not having yeah. advertisers. But if all of a sudden you say, hey, I want to become, look at Shane Gillis. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Shane Gillis made some, uh, uh, what was an anti-Asian remark or something like that? Think about the things that are said on Cometown. Yeah, yeah. The, some of the stuff that's gone down on there that is, if you really take it in context oh, and no, see the yes. joke, it is hilarious. But nothing gets, but taken, that's not nothing gets taken in context. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's not how it gets taken. They're just going to hear word, word, word. That's it. He's out. To Joe's point, is it almost too late? Let's say... I don't think it's too late because I could th- I could see Stavros wanting to write a screenplay or a oh TV no not show for his success no but like somebody says hey wait a minute this is what I know this oh you this mean is what I know he, this guy has said okay you're you're gonna get some bitch from BuzzFeed and that I don't doesn't mean that, get jokes just doesn't get anything mm-hmm. all right kids in cages on their way up on rockets well then you could say that's why I quit and they're gonna yeah but at that yeah. point for some people that once the the, the bell's been but rung, I also it can't don't be unrung I also don't think he would be insincere maybe I, maybe he would but I don't you know yeah. like I wouldn't I don't think he to, would be and either. I don't hope that happens yeah but I, I, I my theory would be is that you're gonna start seeing it on some TV shows you're probably gonna start seeing it in some minor to major roles in a film in the next five ten years and I think he just needs to like separate himself from that which sucks because I almost I almost wish he could have pulled that brand of comedy into sure. the light sum and have people go, Jesus, that's funny. We could still laugh at this stuff. Sure. They're all wickedly intelligent, Adam aside, and we can maybe, <laughs> just getting Adam, I don't even know idea who you are, and turn that brand into something more prominent and let them make a quarter million dollars a month via their Patreon. Yeah, is it possible that it's a proximity thing. He wants to go to LA and be whatever he wants to be. And he can't do it no, in New York, but pot, the amount of money right. that you're making for the amount of time, you could buy this box. Yes. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we bought it. It feels like something you would just keep doing. Cause it's just, it's just money. It's just sitting. Right Can you there. think about that too? I've thought about, I've fantasized about those come town guys and the income that they make. Mm-hmm. 
two to four hours a week. I'm assuming between Adam and Stubb. I, I know Nick is, he's the general patent of it. He's right. probably putting in a nice work week, shipping out shirts, contacting advertisers. I mean, doing taxes. He really is. Right. He's the CPA. He's the COO. He's the brand ambassador to the whole thing. But you're in New York. You're grossing 30, so you're netting 19. Yeah. You got a nice-ass apartment. Your life is yours. Your schedule is yours. Any comedy you want to do, you want to do. You don't have to. If anybody you're wants going to have to shows, you do a, it's just your fans. Yeah, you want to do a bringer, go fuck yourself. You can't right. bomb. You can't bomb. Yeah, you can only be worshipped. And it's not like the material's bad and they're just laughing because of the people on stage. No, right, but... They're, the people... It's still a family member. They're still family yeah. members and they're passionate. It, it, that, that, that podcast is a phenomenon. It is, it is truly something to be studied. And I hope he's successful. I really want him to be. I am going to miss him on that show. I'm genuinely going to miss oh, him. No, on that. yes. No, it, they found this formula that worked perfectly. And listen, this is the last thing that they would want to hear about their show because they're like, no, no, no. The joke. We're not trying to be taken seriously yeah. on any level. They don't. They don't want even to hear what I'm about to say about their show, but the shit that they're doing is important. It it really, really is. It is. It is. The stuff that they're doing, because um, you made this example a long time ago, and I have to get into it. It's sort of the piss Christ, the the act of art where it was the image of Jesus in the urine. Robert Maplethorpe. And determining whether or not that is art or not, and to some it is, and to some it is not. And I, by the way, I listened to the most recent episode of theirs, and it's just Adam and Nick. It's hilarious still. Yeah. It's great. It's of still course. Nick was just on Tim Dillon, which is an even bigger podcast than right. Cometown. Yeah. Yeah. He, everywhere he goes, so he the show will be fun. knocks it out of the park. But right? I love their rapport. I love hearing him. I like his, his laugh was infectious. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I hope for the best. And I actually, I DM'd him and asked, like, hey, if, would you ever care to talk about this? And I've been left on scene. So, yeah. yeah, I saw. Is that how you put it? Yeah. Bad, bad approach. (laughs) What happened? Call my show. Bring your Patreon subscribers. On Come Down, they've talked about 98 Rock multiple times. Stavros specifically was a huge fan of that station. We would text each other Mm -hmm. side text when they would get people. Rob, do you remember what a bit that they would do where they would come up with this fake contest and say, I can't remember the name of the damn thing. But it was like, if you call right now. We're going to give you some sort of cinnamon-crusted catheter only used on babies. And right now, you got to call 410-338-1098. The fifth caller, the minute somebody picks up, they give 98 Rock's number. They would give their number all the time. And it was the funniest thing in the world. Because all day parts would be getting callers from Cumbtown saying whatever like horrible phrase that they said to call. And there's a couple of people on there. That wouldn't get come down. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm sure there are more than a couple. Certain <laughs> ships huh. that wouldn't get come down, and they would call and scream the most horrible thing. You are not going to believe what someone called. We said. need you to mean, change the number. I think we you mean everyone there except for you. Yes, I laughed my yes. ass off. So yeah, I wish Stabby the best, and uh, we would love to talk to him at some point. Someone also pointed out, speaking of Shane Gillis, he's actually coming to McGooby's too. He's already sold out. I'm a little jealous, to be honest. That's yeah. amazing. So I, I saw Stavros at McGoobies. Goobies, and I, it, it was in. I guess it was in the middle of the pandemic, but they were open. Yeah, I was there too. We, he was, I think we there was. Didn't he go do a show after our murder? I think that's what day? it yeah. was. Yeah. Yes, and I went in the green room and I said hi to him, and I said, and I, I think he took this the wrong way. He probably didn't care, but I, I still think about it. I said something about you probably hadn't been on stage much because of COVID, and he's in New York City. Yeah, and. And then he goes, oh, you mean, oh, you mean I've never headlined. 
And I'm no, like, no, 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 I wasn't no, saying no, that. Because we were talking about how as Scratch how well he's doing. He was basically saying, yeah, it's just, it's kind of, who knows how this happened. But we're making, he was basically almost sort of apologizing for doing so well. I but get being it. humble about it. And, and, and no, my I point, it's like, but you're great. Yeah. So that's, who cares if you get lucky? You're great. That's the hard part. I've done but a I few wasn't, shows. But I wasn't implying that you couldn't headline. No, I think God. he took it like that. No, like, no, it's not at all what I meant. Right. No, no one's been up. But it anyway. left, it got, somebody else came in and it just, it just set oh, out there. just petered out. Thanks now it, Rob. Been, now <laughs> it's been bothering me for 12 months. He's now going to be like Justin's, the security guard. No, Stavros is not going to lose weight. Yeah, no. Next time you to see him. He's going to look like Hemsworth. <laughs> All right, guys. Later. 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 Mike O'Mara, Radio Entertainment. <laughs>